the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made off money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Woo! It's Friday night. Yes, indeedy. Um, listen, full stop. <laughs> um, I, I have found her actually through a friend. I didn't find her initially. And I have reached out to Miss, I think her name is Elisa Kurt, to come on the show. She actually did. She actually has a political YouTube channel. And she interviewed Paul Manafort. And I think they have censored her or taken the interview down of or course. something. Yeah. So um, thank you for that. I, I, I Hopefully I can get her on the show and we can have some laughs. I hope so. At Kamala's expense. Okay. So uh, uh, this is our two, by the way, of the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. 888-344-1170 um, is the live call-in number. You can email me at andreakshow.com. Got a couple of emails to read to you guys here right now. Um, but let's get a baseball score update from Mr. L.A. Dodgers fan, DJ Potato Skins. Right now, it's currently, uh, and Carrot Sticks, I don't want you to call in, so don't, don't even bother. But uh, <laughs> right now, it is still young. It's the bottom of the third inning, and the Padres lead the Dodgers one to nothing. Okay, so I don't remember. How many games or so far have they done in this little They've done series? two games, so whoever, uh, you need to win three games in the series to take the series of five. So tonight is not going to... Tonight's it, not the last game tomorrow. No, so it, it's not that it doesn't matter, but it's not like it's critical it ain't the end of the series yep correct Just okay. wh- whoever wins tonight will go uh, go ahead and they'll be up two to one okay how many more games in san diego before it goes back to LA? i believe uh that there are two games in san diego and then after the two games in san diego we head back to la okay so la really has the advantage here uh, not just in their record but the home field advantage because the series th- this little uh playoff series will end up in la okay am i right I am uh, hoping that we don't need to. And the Dodgers just win tonight. Tomorrow we get it over with. Okay. All righty then. There y'all have it. Okay. 888-344-1170. Did y'all hear uh, the story coming out of Virginia that has to do um, with parents and denying them uh, their parent? Actually, it's even worse than denying them per- their parental rights. There's actually a plan in Virginia in which they are going to make it lock parents up, actually criminalizing any parents, making it illegal for a parent to step in the way and stop their child from being mutilated. I know that my man Skins pulled an uh, an audio clip uh, of that. Um, If you happen to have that handy, my man. From tonight, right? Yes. Yeah, I got it. Democratic Virginia delegate Elizabeth Guzman is a social worker, and she's planning on reintroducing a bill in Richmond that she says would help protect LGBTQ children from their parents and guardians who may not be affirming 
of their child's sexual orientation and gender identity. This is how we're going to push back. Her bill would expand the state's definition of child abuse and neglect to include parents who do not affirm their child's gender identity or sexual orientation. There's an investigation also in place that is not only, you know, from a social worker, but there's also a police investigation before we make the decision that there's going to be a CPS. Wow. Listen to what this so-called social worker is wanting to do. Criminalize. Criminalize parenting. Do you remember, Andrea, like when we were growing up, it was pretty much you couldn't make if you were under 18, you didn't make a decision on your own. You're still not allowed to. Children, children are not allowed to walk into a doctor's office and go into a plastic surgeon's office and say, give me a facelift, cut off, you know, give me a nose job. But they can do this. But it's even worse than that. This is this this is even beyond just a child having having a say so. This is about throwing the parents into prison or jail if they don't. F- we don't. Well, well, that's my point. The, the the parents should be not only capable but allowed to make every single one of these decisions. It is their kids. Are they going to say that it's child abuse if you don't allow your child to shoot up heroin? Heroin isn't, you know, heroin is addictive, but at least it's not a mutilation of the body. Think about what she says here. This is going to actually start with a police investigation. This is why it mattered what happened to Michael Flynn. Andrew, what does this got to do with Michael Flynn? Because that's about weaponizing our justice system, our criminal courts for politics. And that's what this is. And they're doing it off the backs of children. Just the other day, there was a, a, a 21-year-old woman who was trying to raise alarm bells. There's, there's I don't know, I, I heard a number the other day, twenty to 30,000 adults that are trying to detransition but can't because it's permanent. And there's this one 21-year-old woman who showed a picture of her scalp and said, I've got male pattern baldness. This is what five years of hormone, quote, treatments did to me. My voice is permanently lower. My breasts are gone. She was murdered. Absolutely murdered. The woman she was supposed to be can never come back. Can never come back. She's gone. Absolutely gone. Pretending that this is about children is absolutely disgusting to me. But even worse is that this so-called social worker is saying that it's the, the Christian biblical thing to do. Oh, yeah. I see that face in there. Here's what she said. She says, uh, you know, we all have a commitment to God. And for those believers out there. We know that there's life after life and there is going to be a conversation between that person and God. And that's what we're after to go by what the Bible says. I'll just say it. How dare she? Yeah. Yeah. The use of the police. We are officially a police state in this country. There's this is where the use of police investigations for politics is just they're not even hiding it anymore. Not even hiding it. And where's the Republican Party? Governor Youngkin um, um, has pushed back against this, obviously. He's spoken out about it um, and said that uh, that this is not acceptable to him. 
Um, but the Republican Party is silent. One of the things I talked about the other day when I when I was honored enough to be invited to come and speak at the Women's VIP was I said that there's not been one institution that has put out a statement that said that the medical abuse and mutilation of children in this country is just that. It's medical abuse. There's no such thing as gender affirming care. If you're a doctor participating in this, oh, I know you're going to have a conversation with God. Oh, you will. And I'm glad I don't have to answer for you. But any doctor participating in this should have their license revoked. And they're the ones who should be thrown in jail. Not Dr. Simone Gold, who tried to treat people with therapeutics that worked. No, she's thrown in in, in jail. But doctors mutilating children are treated as though they're heroes. And the parents trying to stop it are going to be thrown in jail. Not one institution, and by institution I mean we have not had the Republican Party, RNC has not issued a statement and said that this is part of our platform and our party platform is going into the midterms and going into the 2024 is that we are here to stop the medical abuse and the medical mutilation of children. We're here to stop the sexualization of children like these drag queen performances. the Republicans could run on almost this alone. Yes, and they're not. There's no. There's been no Department of Education statement issued. No issues from institutions like our law enforcement, like the FBI, like the DOJ. There is not one institution in this country that's that the Catholic Church hasn't, the Methodist Church hasn't, the Southern Baptist Convention hasn't. Most churches aren't aren't speaking about this either. Why? Because they don't want their tax exempt status to go away, right? Money. Or maybe it's from a money angle because they got to have, they got to get more and more and more people to be the mega church. And, they, and the more people that, that they that they expand their church to, they got to make sure that they, you know, they don't offend anybody. All at the expense of our kids. At the, yes. There's actually a video I, I, I came across the other day and I, I couldn't find it. Again, to where it's inside of a church, and the the pastor looked at like a, a priest. I couldn't tell. In Baptist churches, our our pastors don't wear they wear suits or whatever. They don't wear you know robes and garments. So I couldn't tell from the angle of the camera what denomination this was and where it was. Was this an Episcopal priest? Where this was? But this clergyman is speaking to a parent and a young child. That the biblical phrase of be not of this world. And we have, we've all heard the scripture that says be not of this world. Yeah. It means don't conform to this world, right? And he, this priest, whoever he was, clergy person, was actually saying that what that scripture meant was that don't conform to this world that tells you what a man is and what a woman is. This is how morally bankrupt we are as a nation. Our churches are as corrupted as every other institution. Now, there are some, and one of the gals at the VIP stood up the other day, and she said, oh, no, there's churches. Of course, there's some churches out there. But how many? How many? Not enough. Or we'd be hearing this from, from, we, we would be hearing this from pastors and preachers and the Southern Baptist Convention and the Methodist Church and the Catholic Church and we're not. The only thing we hear from that Pope from the Catholic Church is communist crap. 
Are there good Catholics out there? Of course, I got family in Louisiana, the only state divided by Catholic parish. I'm not here to say the Catholics bad, but I'm here to say that our churches are by and large corrupted and, and they can be corrupted without even doing that crap. They're corrupted by not speaking out against it. If you're not hearing on a regular basis, your pastor, your preacher, or hearing at some point in your church, at your Bible studies, about what's going on in this world, the evil that is involved in this LBGTQ crap going on, and particularly the transing of our kids, if you're not hearing that in your church at some point, your church is corrupted. There, I said it. In Michigan, a similar thing is going on because this scourge is happening everywhere. Um, they've got some propos- proposal three um, in in Michigan that is is very deceptive. It's been it's been the language was written by Planned Parenthood and far left politicians, and under the uh, uh, the they're referring to Proposition Three as the abortion amendment, but it's not. And it well, in addition to I guess wanting unfettered abortion, they've actually got language in there. Um, in addition to saying, claiming that passing this amendment simply restores the same protections that Michiganders had for five decades under Roe v. Wade, it actually goes beyond that and uh, says that <clears throat> so-called gender-affirming facilities in the state, that children will have a right under this Proposition 3, a right under the Michigan Constitution to walk into any one of Planned Parenthood's uh 12, uh, there's 12 of these so-called gender affirming facilities in the state and without any parental knowledge or consent obtain puberty blockers and with Planned Parenthood of Michigan promising gender affirming care via telehealth in the coming months. So they won't even have to leave the house to get these drugs. If they, obviously they know that this is not what the majority of Americans want or they wouldn't be hiding this medical abuse of children and the exploitation of the minds of children, they wouldn't be hiding it in, 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 uh, inside of amendments. Absolutely disgusting. Oh, and here's even another story. Children's Hospital. Children's Hospital. Where was this? Um, the, uh, it, uh, this is interesting. Um, because the Children's Hospital from Portland actually came to the gay pride parade in Burbank and handed out the Children's Hospital of Portland's gender clinic. How did we all of a sudden, when did we all of a sudden have all these gender clinics everywhere in all these hospital skins? This is new because I don't remember hearing about these even of recent. No. So Children's Hospital Gender Clinic of Portland came to the Burbank gay pride parade and handed out a guide to quote, uh, guide to quote safe tucking, which was produced by the Dorn Becker Children's Hospital, and they passed it out at the Burbank Pride Parade. And by the way, if you're taking a child to a gay pride parade, you're committing child abuse because what goes on at these gay pride parades is sex and all kinds of kink stuff out openly on the streets. And if you think it's wrong to sit your kid down in front of porn on a computer, why are you taking them to see it in the street? It's disgusting. So this tucking guide goes into explicit detail, and w- including diagrams that talk about, and you all know what tucking is, that, quote, makes the genital area look smoother and flatter by moving the male parts 
uh, out of the way and include and, and one of the diagrams actually includes uh, it guides to children tucking their their male parts up inside their body. There's actually some pictures this uh, from Breitbart had this on there. And you can actually, if you want to read the story, the title is Children's Hospital Gender Clinic Guide to Safe Tucking Passed Out at Pride Parade. Let me read just a, just a little bit of this. This information uses the words penis, scrotus, scrotum and testicles. We know that they may not use, that you may not use those terms or identify with them. This is to children. We use them here to refer to body parts uh, that people with tucking needs have while understanding those words are not for everyone. What child has a need for tucking? Tucking with tape, tucking without tape. Try it out at home. It's best to tuck for the first time when you're planning to be at home. This keeps you from stressing about how to get it right the first time. It's also easier to learn what your body needs to be comfortable when you tuck. Yeah, God's going to have a conversation with some people. And it's not those of us that are protecting children and trying to end this nonsense that are going to have to answer for it. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got more to talk about. Let's lighten up. Maybe the maybe we've got a score update. You guys got a hero of the week you want to share with us? You got it. Somebody have a hero of the week that they want to propose to us? 888-344-1170. AK, dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, I was asking, I got to lighten things up here. Let's move to something a little more positive. So I asked, if you guys have a Hero of the Week, give me a call, 888-344-1170. And Anjou is on the line. She's got a hero for us, and I'm looking forward to hearing it. Hey, Anjou, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. Sorry to take up time again. No, I'm glad you called, especially with the Hero of the Week, because we struggle every week trying to find us a hero. Oh, well, this one is the one we all know. It was the President Kennedy and his brother, Bobby Kennedy. It's the nephew and son of those two, Robert Kennedy Jr. I nominated him for Hero of the Week because not only is he hosting an incredible conference in Knoxville, Tennessee, next weekend with luminaries, including the questionable Dr. Robert Malone, because he seems to be uh, vying for leadership at the NIH, along with Dr. Peter McCullough. Hmm. So those two who seem to be leading the way, you need to look at them twice. In other words, take a second look. Uh, It may not be what it seems. Anyway, back to the Hero of the Week. The reason Bobby Kennedy Jr. on top of the conference that he's hosting in Knoxville, Tennessee. He is debuting a movie on Tuesday, The Real Anthony Fauci. And he also wrote a book on it, which has been a bestseller, The Real Anthony Fauci. So they've made a movie of that, and it has done so well. And of course, his books and movies are like documentaries. They're based on facts 
references are always there to verify the truth. So I just want to nominate him for hero for coming for doing two outstanding things in one coming week. I'm so glad you brought that up on you because we actually had last week, we actually had the guy who's making the movie for uh, Robert Kennedy yeah. Jr. based upon the book. Yeah. And he's was, you know, he was on the show and he's just been cranking out with the editing. And, and I think it's dropping on the 18th is when it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, Tuesday the 18th. And so that's a great reminder. So I'm glad that you did. And you're right, Robert Kennedy Jr., what an absolute hero, because this is somebody who shows that you can think critically. You don't have to to tow some political narrative just because your family was a Democrat or your parents were a Democrat or you voted Democrat in the past. He's he's intellectually honest, at least. I, I don't know that much about him, but when it comes to the shots, and with Fauci and COVID and what's going on, he's been absolutely honest about it. And he has been blacklisted from all the legacy media that's typically in love with the Kennedys, right? And so you're exactly right, yeah. 100% on everything you just said. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So he's absolutely mm-hmm. a hero. And I'm glad you called in about that. And we get to remind the listeners uh, to go watch that movie on the 18th. Thank you, Anju. Thanks. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Um, did you want to, sh- do you have a hero that you want to talk about, Skins? Not yet. Not yet? Okay. They're not listening. Um, okay. Because usually we save Hero of the Week till later on in the show. Um, but, you know, we have been, you know, I just needed to move into something lighter because my when it comes to kids, that's just really such a, such a. Even though a, my kids are growing, I see this happening to, to the youth of America. It just, it just angers me. Well, and I and I have a, a and when it comes to this topic of transing, it's something that is is sometimes it takes a personal connection to a story for you to really get it and really emotionally invest in it or have an a, a, you, to have an emotional connection to a story. And I was that kid. I'm here to tell you, parents, stop listening to the left. You are not helping your kid. By going, by letting your eight-year-old or six-year-old say, oh, I'm a, I'm a girl or a boy trapped in my body. And you're going to go, oh, okay, honey, here's some, here's some, let's, let's take you to a doctor and mutilate your body. Do you not know? Are you, are, is there a parent out there dumb enough to think that there's no, or, or, or so dumb that you don't know what puberty is? You don't have to be a comma MD to know that we, don't we not all as as adults understand what puberty is that you're born and there's development and growth. Right. I mean, do we need to get graphic so you know that your kid's not fully grown, right? Just like your kids, you know, your kid's going to continue to add inches to their height. Do you think that your kid at the age of six is going to continue to stay that height? Do you think your your six year old boy, if you're if you're a man, do you think your six year old son is going to keep that that baby voice of his or, or is his voice not going to change when he gets older? Like you're aware that there's puberty, right? And that there's growth that happens to the body. So why in the world would you let anybody tell you? And to the parents that know better than this and and would never go down this path with your kid, you better be aware of what's going on to criminalize you and start speaking up and doing something to stop it now. I was that kid. And I'm grateful that I wasn't born at this time. Like we both said, a lot of us are socially awkward at that point of our lives. Yes, and that's a part of what it is, too, is it's about uh, the this this false quest on the part of the left for utopia that nobody, you know, nobody should ever have a bad day. Nobody should ever, you know, it's kind of like the nobody should ever die because they didn't have access to medical care and nobody should ever this. This, this utopia. I'm not going to say everybody, but I, most people... 
they have plenty of bad days in their youth and as adults. It, it happens. Right. And a lot of it, it and, and it's a natural part of the growth process to have, to feel odd in your body. It's, it's, do you, who remembers the, how can we talk about TV theme songs and not talk about the Brady Bunch? Here's a story oh, of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely Great girls, show. right? And don't you remember the episode where Peter with his voice is changing? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's later on. It's one of the later years where I guess they were, they were going to be recording a song and his voice is cracking. And then they decide to include that when it's time to change. You've got to it's rearrange. It's funny and it's part of life. It's part of life. And 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 there's uh, and there's and remember Jan Marsha 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 that was all about her growing pains and how she felt awkward and she had this beautiful older sister and she felt inferior to her older sister and she had to be told what well, you know it you you haven't grown into your beauty yet remember how we were talking about wholesome TV that was a great show it was a great show and this is just you know um, and 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 one of the things I said there was a conservative who posted on Facebook the other day about this stuff, about um, this gender stuff, about how I, and she says something along the lines of, I was a tomboy and I wore this and I wore that. At no point did I ever think I was a boy. That just doesn't happen. That's because of today. There is a recruiting going on of children, but you also have to understand there can be a part of a normal, what I experienced is in some ways normal. And that is that you, it can be a part of normal childhood to think a mistake. You know what? I I was really meant to be a boy. I don't like girl stuff. It's a part to me. It's, it may be an extreme part of of childhood, but pre puberty is an awkward time. Going through puberty is an awkward time. Your teen years post puberty is an awkward time. I, I knew a guy when I was 18 and he was 19. And he, he came to work at a, at a place where I was working at Fasulo's Drugs. And then he left. And then, then he came back into town about a year later. And between the ages of like 19 and 23, dude sprouted up five inches like I didn't even recognize oh, him. So even, even in your teen years, there's still physical growth that can take place, emotional growth that can take, take place, Right. Everybody knows this, and it's just it, – it's unbelievable this is happening in our country, and it's unbelievable that this is happening in the United States of America, and it's just shocking. And I get that you're a parent out there, and you want to please your kid, and you want to make your kid happy, um, but you're never going to – no kid is ever going to be happy every day in their life, just like no adult is. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue to take your calls if because you, I'm still thinking of who a hero is. You know, before the one I mentioned uh, – before the show, which I will do a little bit later, I, I do have one right now to brighten your spirits mm-hmm. and just to kind of reminisce on the week. Remember the guy that protested with AOC? He stood up. He believed yeah. the Democrat lies, and he's like, you know what? We, I've had enough. You do not represent me. Yeah, and in fact, that reminds me. Somebody, when I put it out on the socials earlier today – uh, you know, a, a question for here of the week and, and stink of the week. Somebody actually put up uh, the gal nominated a gal who spoke up here. I guess there was an Encinitas school board meeting um, about and I mentioned it on the show that here in Encinitas, San Diego County, North County Coastal, a 21 and up adult San Francisco gay nightclub sponsored a drag show event in Encinitas. So you see what's going on here? We've got the LBGT community of adults 
going out and trying to spread this crap. They're looking for areas that don't have this going on and trying to and and trying to push this agenda in our schools. And so there was a school board meeting about it. And this one woman, parent Brittany Mayer, she just uh, went viral with her comments towards the school board about this. And she says, quote, our message is very clear. We don't want strip shows. We don't want drag shows and definitely not inviting the parents and kids in our district because one of the things she busted them on for this being, quote, family friendly. How is it family friendly when this is being sponsored by a 21 and up adults only? You've got to be the people sponsoring this are a gay nightclub where you have to be 21 to enter. So so a gay nightclub where you have to be 21 to enter is trying to bring content that would only be apl- a, 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 applicable and acceptable for 21 and up into our schools. Into our school. This is not family friendly. This is the sexualizing of our children. It's perverted. This is perversion. Absolute perversion. I'm going to say that my hero, that was a nominee from one of one of our listeners. I'm going to say a hero of the week is and this is hard for me, but I'm going to include gays against groomers in this because they've actually been shut down off of a lot of platforms because they've been speaking out and saying this does not represent the gay community. And um, so they're I don't know that I'm going to make them my hero of the week, maybe my runner up of the week. All right. Stay tuned. If you've got a hero of the week you want to share or a stink of the week, 888-344-1170. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. DJ Potato Skins has been, he's been actually continuing to do a great job here as producer of the show and board Give op. Give me an excuse to watch sports. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been keeping good spirits even though your team's been down. Right, hey, nine innings in a baseball game. That's right. So um, now, currently, uh, Dodgers finally on the board, two to one. Dodgers still batting, top of the fifth inning. Uh, all righty. Um, so we've been we've been moving on into here of the week and stink of the week, and you know a lot of people are considering Candace Owens a stink of the week because she defended uh, Kanye West in his comments uh, about uh, Jewish people. I actually don't know the extent of of what her defense of him him was. I thought his comments were despicable. Um, but I will, I'm going to nominate her as possibly a, a yeah, this a, clip we found today is, great. yeah, I'm going to nominate her as a runner up for here of the week because, um, you know, I had said recently that I thought she and Kanye, that the sweatshirts that they wore with white lives matter was a little bit of a stunt at the fashion show in, in Paris that it really didn't advance the conversation. And when you just drop it, when you throw a bomb, uh, just to throw a bomb, it doesn't necessarily help anything. I think she's backing it up now. But I think she's backing it up now. And I think that this was a really great uh, comment that she made and actually should uh, spark some conversation if people were actually caring at all about what they pretend they care about, uh, which is um, uh, what I mean, the left pretends that they care about humanity and care about people of color. And if they did, they would actually then wouldn't be trying to pit us against each other. Here's what she had to say. Clip six. We've now somehow gotten into the society where people are pretending what we're doing is equality and it's not. If we have ever achieved equality in this country, then you wouldn't blink if anybody says Asian lives matter. No one blinks. Black lives matter. No one blinks. But white lives matter. They fell apart. Right. They fell apart because they actually and I will stand by this as 
much as I possibly can, and I will be the loudest voice. The actually worst thing to be in this society, if one thing I would not want to be, is a straight white male. For some reason, that's considered problematic, right? You have to be something. So people lie. They're lying on college applications. They're like, okay, I'm white, uh, but I'm also trans. And you're like, what? Why are you pretending? It's because, oh, I don't want people to think I'm too normal, right? And people, you know, they're just trying to find something that makes them not white, right? And it's really staggering to think that once upon a time, that is exactly what the experience was for a black American, that being a black American was so problematic that you weren't going to be allowed into the room. Now you have the exact same thing happening reverse, and you have liberals trying to convince you that that's equality. It's not. All lives matter, and that's including white lives matter, you know? Hat tip to her. And you know what? This has been brewing for a long time. When I worked in corporate America um, many years ago, uh, we had a joke at Xerox. What's 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 um, species is on the verge of extinction at Xerox? The Anglo White Saxon male. You had a you had very little chance of upward mobility at that time at Xerox if you were a white Anglo Saxon male. You had a if you wanted to be, um, it was it was open discrimination. And this was back in the uh, early 90s in which we had that. So this has been something that's been brewing for a while. And in fact, when I spoke out at some supposed women's conference I was invited to, uh, they didn't invite me back. And the, the facilitator was really angry. It was supposed to be a media panel. And what it was, was it was all about a bunch of women sitting and yammering and complaining about how horrible society was to women. And I said, uh, and I said, I never had that experience ever I was never discriminated against as a woman. And in fact, in my years in corporate America, I had a much better chance of upward mobility simply because I was a woman. And then if I could add in that I was an African-American woman, even better. If I could add in that on top of being a woman that I was African-American, if I could add in that I was gay, man, I was really on my way up in the company. And I can't tell you, and that was one of the books have been written about how incredibly stressful of a job it was to work at Xerox. And at any given time, our organization chart showed at least four or five people out on temporary disability because they were being treated by therapists. True story. I mean, literally, it was psychological hell. It was torture to work at Xerox Corporation back at those times. And um, so it was actually cruel to people to hire them. It wasn't called diversity, equity, inclusion at the time, but it it was cruel to hire people on the basis of their skin color or because they checked a box, if they were not mentally and emotionally prepared to do the job and to deal with what you had to deal with working in that corporation. And so most of the time, those that went out and were out many of the time, uh, those that were out on temporary disability because they couldn't handle the job and they were being treated uh, under therapy were those. In fact, one was was hired um, I was a mentor too, and she just had a mental breakdown one day. All right, so we're going to take a break. Hey, we- before the break, I can now officially. Uh, oh, you can. Okay, the other hero. Okay, good. Because they're listening, I actually think it's very perfect timing. Just came off of my my wedding and my honeymoon, and mm-hmm. for for me, one of the heroes of uh, of my life, in all seriousness, is my is my darling wife, Cammie, because she makes me a better person. As I said at the wedding, you were able to hear that. Mm-hmm. And she, I don't know any other woman that takes such good care of, of her kids and of me, her spouse, and her family, and still finds time to be the amazing person that she is. Mm-hmm. She's so loving, caring, and compassionate. 
and for all those amazing things, she is my personal hero of the week. Oh, I love that. And I love that because everything that I know of her is exactly what you just described. And also because, you know, as society, and we've talked a lot about in the past couple of days about, you know, society and the old TV shows yeah. and stuff, that, uh, that the kind of woman you just described was traditionally the the, the hero of our nation. And and now they, they, they the left... She's old-fashioned class. She, yes. And, you know, and that's a hard thing to do, what you just described. It takes a lot of energy, a lot of dedication, and absolutely huge heart. You know, to do that. And um, and and that is that is the the example of traditionally the American hero. Right. And then but then the left wanted to turn, um, say that women were heroes if, you know, for, you know, work they did instead of being a great spouse, instead of being a great mom. Right. And on top of that, she's a great teacher and teaches great things to her students. So she actually does it all. She she really a- does. absolutely does it all. So I agree with you on the hero of the week. All right, now we're going to take a break. We come back. You're going to give us a little movie update. We want to give you an idea of maybe something you might want to do or not do based upon this movie review. So don't go away. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Rolling into our our final segment here, and we thought that on uh, Friday Fun Day we would go, kind of go take a rewind back to what we used to do, which is give you guys a, a review of a movie, maybe or a book, or tell you guys of an event or something fun happening over the weekend that you could go check out. In addition to the uh, baseball uh, playoff series that's happening in San Diego, there's also a major movie. That opened up this weekend. We're close to Halloween. And so the a sequel, I don't know if this, this movie out is like the third or fourth, where it is in the sequel for Halloween, but it's called Halloween Ends. And you saw this last night, right? I did. It okay. just opened, literally opened last night. So okay. I'm pretty excited about that. I'm a huge into the Halloween franchise, Andrea. This a lot is of the people current, are. This is the third installment in this trilogy, uh, th- this set of stories in the franchise, but it's the 13th movie overall. Okay. And Jamie Lee Curtis is back in her regular role. I think she, in anything she does, I think she's a superstar, fantastic, one of the best. Uh, it is, I went into the movie really looking forward to a conclusion of the story. That's what they're promising. This is the last one they're making. So I was pretty pumped about it. Okay. And there are some things to like. You have Jamie Lee Curtis doing some narration wait, wait, during the movie hold as she's writing her memoir. Hold on a second. Are we, uh, tell her, if you're going to give anything away, uh, say no, spoiler this, this alert. These are all non-spoilers. Okay. Okay, go on. So she so she kind of narrates that and it kind of sets a tone for the movie. She does it throughout the movie and I think that's spectacular. So I thought this was actually going to be pretty decent. It ends up being one of those movies where... They threw a bunch of fresh ideas, too many of them, and they kind of come out of left field with a, a take on the story. And I thought at the end of the day, it it it, it fell flat. Mm, it okay. didn't live up to what the Halloween franchise has been all these years. And I, you know, out of five stars, I only give it about two point seven five stars out of five. It was. I'll see it again. But well, I wasn't terribly see impressed. It, if you're you're going to go again to see a movie that didn't impress you, I have been obsessed with the Halloween franchise since I was a kid, and I always give movies that I love, or at least franchises, movies at least a second viewing before I make my final decision. 
That's interesting because me, I don't usually go back and spend money on a movie that didn't. If I that hate I a movie, love. I won't go back. I didn't hate this movie. It just okay. wasn't what I expected. Okay, because they, I mean, they are hyping it big time. This movie, okay, because if this you franchise go into this movie expecting huge. your traditional Halloween movie. That's not what you're going to get, which is why I didn't like it. Well, and and that and and I think even somebody like me who never saw the first one a second time and didn't see the second, I was confused by what this movie's supposed to be about when Kyle Richards, the promotional pictures for Kyle Richards is her naked with her legs wrapped around the the backside of a naked man and it's like what the heck does that have to do with this Halloween series and Mike Myers. So I don't know what twist they put to this, but you know, I, I'm looking at this promotional picture and it was trending on Twitter yesterday. Cause it's like, why would, why would I see this when I don't even care about this, this franchise? Because that's how odd the people were remarking that as beautiful as she looked in this promotional picture, they were, they found it odd uh, the the images and particularly the naked man, the hot dude. Ba- I mean, it's like, what does that have to do with the Halloween? What, what I will say with a lot of your promotional images, Andrea, because I I have seen a lot of the promo images. That might just be something they were getting to drag people in into the okay. theater because I don't remember seeing that in the film. Oh, okay. So yeah. So and and that when when your t- when your trailer and your marketing for the movie is off putting. That that is a, is a problem. Maybe they knew. Even that- the trailer was very off putting because what they show you, what you're going to get, is not what you get in the movie. And that's, I guess, that's what I'm saying. But it's like, did they know they had a dog here that wasn't really that good? They so, might have. So they're trying to like hype it and make you think it's going to be something. Well, even that it's Jamie not- Lee Curtis, and and this is like, why would you put the movie out in a statement? I don't remember where it was from. She said this movie is going to leave fans very mad when they're done watching it. I'm like, well, why would you put the movie out? Well, and and she could be saying that just as a way to tease it. It's true, you know, and, true. and to hype it. So, but again, if the, if you like the horror genre, if you're a fan of the Halloween franchise, it is not a horrible movie. I would give it a go. It is entertaining, but again, don't expect your traditional Halloween movie. Okay, all right, there you have it. He's not telling you not to go, but he's not like, hey, awesome. Certainly not how you were over Top Gun math. Hey, go see it again. I've seen it 10 times. <laughs> is it even still in the movies? It is still in the theater about three times a day. Wow. How much is has? Where is it at now in terms of uh, With a minute to go, I can pull it up real quick. Give me yeah. one second. Okay, for sure. Um, I don't think I've given my stink of the week yet. I don't think I've given my stink of the week. Um, uh I think just specifically for this time period, one of the things I will say is a stink of the week is these two pieces of crap that went and destroyed an absolute work of art out of their selfish, narcissistic nonsense uh, under the guise supposedly being against oil, wearing T-shirts saying stop oil. Stop the oil, then toss a can of tomato soup on Van Gogh's sunflowers and start talking about you care more about art than the lives of people. So it's like it it was absolutely ridiculous. That's my stink, too. Top Gun Maverick, $1,480,000,000. And ranking where in terms of number 11 all time and still going. All righty. Hey, have a fantastic weekend. We love you. Thanks to the listeners, callers, our guests, and Bob Walters. And we will be back here Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.